Hey everybody, Evan Nathaniel Grimm here. Welcome to the latest episode of the Inner Worlds Astrology Podcast. Now today we are talking about the week of feeling pent up amid a major slowdown, but also taking the time to expand our sense of our life's purpose. Stay tuned. So this was a unique weekend for me. I ended up going to a comedy show in Silver Lake in Los Angeles. And uh, during this comedy show, there was a variety of comics up on the stage. And at some point, I ended up um, accidentally participating in one of the sketches as the astrologer. Uh, So that was pretty interesting. Someone was doing a bit about astrology and how sort of fascinating it was and wasn't to certain people and uh you know that's some i was in the front row i just happened to be in the front row and uh i i I kind of maybe got myself roped into it but by the end of the night it was um it was very clear to people that 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 was my profession that 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 i was an astrologer so uh, um but yeah so that was so that was a that was definitely a moment and it kind of reminded me of this mars gemini transit um i kind of think that mars gemini is you know it's going to be quite humorous uh and we'll talk about today how it's not so humorous in other cases but generally mars gemini can kind of poke poke fun and it's just a great time to go see a show uh you'll you know you'll you really enjoy it so go go see a comedy show uh i certainly felt great being there um so Anyways, um, before I get into it, if you'd want to uh, ever want a one-on-one reading with me, the link is in my um, on my website, um, and it's also in my TikTok, my Instagram, um, and all pr- pretty much all my platforms. But uh, there is a link in all of my bios to my website, and and on my website you can book those readings. Um, it's an hour, those are about an hour. And we dig into, you know, really all the details of your chart. We also, I also do synastry. I also do transits, which are a little bit more predictive, et cetera. And if you want a 15 minute reading where I get into really the fundamentals of the chart in, um, you know, sort of as a stepping stone, if you're interested in just kind of testing it out, um, you know, go, go check that out as well, uh, via the link. And, um, uh, really excited for the 70 plus students who are in my introductory astrology course uh, that that has been very fulfilling so far. And there's three more classes to go. I've gotten amazing feedback on that. And uh, for anyone listening who would like to join a future course, just stay on the lookout for that. Um, so, yeah, and, and Friday, um, I kind of had my Virgo new moon experience, by the way. I hope yours was uh, formative and good and positive. Uh, mine ended up in the form of uh, getting cited in an article. So that was great. Uh, so I was in Vice talking about the Saturn return, explaining it and how to make the most of it. So go check that out if you haven't yet. Um, and uh, also was very productive this weekend. was working on a data set, like an astrological data set, which is going to be super fascinating. I eventually will announce it, but it will be sort of a a data product that I'm really, really excited to show you all. And, um, also did the September, 2022 forecasts for all 12 Zodiac signs. That's on my YouTube and on my TikTok. So far, the responses have been really strong for that as well. Um, and some people are wondering, how do you come up with predictions for just 12 different signs in a, in a world of 7 billion people? Um, there actually are some 
key transits that you can look at each month that will um, give you enough granularity about each of the signs. So, so anyways, go check that out on those platforms. Anyways, enough about me. Uh, let's let's get you uh, dialed into the week of August twenty eighth. Uh, so this Sunday night, as I'm recording, we I think we have a Virgo moon still, but uh, really I want to jump into Monday. By the time you'll be listening to this, it will be Monday. Uh, so Monday, 9 a.m. Pacific time, we actually have a Libra moon uh, conjunct Mercury. But, you know, in terms of like the week, the themes of the week, there are a few, a uh, few layers here. So as I alluded to in the introduction, there is a major slowdown. Um, all of the outer and social planets are retrograde. This means that we are looking inward and reflecting on kind of the, a lot of the decisions we made in the first half of the year. First half of the year, especially in the spring, there was a lot more momentum and people were getting things done quickly uh, and, and, and really pivoting into new life. There were like a lot of turning points for people uh, in the first half of the year. And not that there aren't now, but it doesn't feel like it's quite as easy to get things done again or to accomplish things. It's like a bit more of an uh, uphill climb. It's a traffic jam. But then all of a sudden we have Mars parked in Gemini, which I've talked about before. It's very restless. It's very frenetic and it's impatient. So Mars Gemini wants to move forward and yet it's stuck in traffic with all these other um, outer planets. Uh, so as, as a society, it's almost like we're just waiting for the other shoe to drop and we're just kind of uh, sitting around uh, waiting for something to happen. And uh, Mercury is in its pre-shadow. Mercury rules Gemini. So right now, especially communication is kind of tricky. People uh, can often be prickly uh, as well and trying to poke hole, holes in everybody's arguments and uh, points. And try to almost like I've I've seen like people are trying to kind of almost provoke and undermine each other, uh, and it's it's actually quite appalling at, at times. I'm not really sure what's going on, but I, I mean I mean I know what's going on astrologically, but it's uh, Mars Gemini is really showing its face right now uh, in a way that even I d did not quite expect. You know, I did a lot of videos forecasting that energy for people a month ago. And I said, look, people are going to, uh, you know, become very opinionated. Even people who usually would keep things kind of even keel, they're really trying to dig in. Uh, and that's happening right now. That's clearly happening. And especially with Mercury in the pre-shadow, you want to do a couple of things here. You want to uh, really try to disengage from that type of behavior. So there are, trust me, there will be people throughout the next seven months with Mars and Gemini. There will be people who are trying to almost kind of get something out of you, get you to respond to them. And so that would be in the form of, uh, you know, any any form of communication with Gemini. Uh, but you don't want to take that bait uh, because they're trying to oxygenate themselves um, by getting you to indulge in them. You just can't do that. Uh, so, again, that's uh, you really want to think twice before you respond to somebody, uh, especially someone who's, uh, repeatedly communicating to you. Um, so anyways, um, th then at the same time though, we do have this week that Venus, Saturn, Uranus, uh, sort of T square that has been already challenging for markets. So on Friday, uh, I believe the Dow dropped about a thousand points. That's a major, uh, downward swing. Uh, and, and Venus is, is the income. It can be related to markets. But in your personal life, this is relationships and also your own personal income. So as I alluded to last week, relationships were being tested over the weekend. And so did that happen for you? Um, you know, were your relationships hitting a wall? Uh, were you able to reinvent 
or restructure or reconfigure or reconsider them or, you know, kind of enliven them, freshen them up with Uranus? Did you go to a fun event with your partner? You know, maybe that was your compromise with Uranus and Saturn. Uh, and I'm sure for everyone in a relationship, there was a moment of kind of constriction and hindrance this week. So this weekend, so if you're stuck, uh, on a menu at a restaurant with your partner and you're both like, we can't agree on what we want. We can't agree on what we want to eat. Uh, does this mean something for our, our is this symbolic of our relationship? Uh, you know, and, and, and that would be a, a, you even would have been a Venus Saturn opposition because Venus is about the indulgences and especially in Leo. And Saturn is like, no, you're not going to have that. You both, you know, if, if someone's like, I don't actually want pasta. And, and then the other, other person is like, I thought you wanted pasta before we came here. You know, like that, that kind of stuff. And it seems petty, but that even counts. That counts. So, uh, so this Venus Saturn opposition, uh, in a more serious note, it, it could have been a, a, a crux for a lot of people, kind of a focal point of like when they say, okay, I am ready to really uh, invest in this relationship long-term or I'm not. So I think there was that finality to um, that transit over the weekend, but I would expect it to spill into the financial markets into the early part of the week. So expect more, um, you know, uh, I can't I, I can't speak to specific markets, uh, what I would forecast in terms of like, you know, the actual decline. But, um, you know, I would see directionally, a continuation of Friday. Um, and, uh, you know, the other thing that's that's kind of happening here is that even though, and I alluded to this in the beginning as well, we are widening our aperture this week in terms of uh, what is our life purpose? Um, what is What are some self-limiting beliefs? And how can I actually release certain attachments uh, to things that don't really matter, that aren't timeless? Um, because we do have, even though Mercury's Mercury's in pre-shadow, it's coming up to an opposition with Jupiter, and that is usually very expansive and open-minded and opening yourself to new perspectives. So thinking about, you know, traveling to different places, learning new things, um, you know, being tolerant of other people's perspectives. And, and, and I think that mixed with the Mars-Gemini, it could actually kind of mitigate the Mars-Gemini effect of debates by um, seeing the, uh, the other side's perspective uh, again. So, so I think that that combined with the Pisces full moon, which is coming up on September 10th, which I will talk about in a future episode, all of these things are sort of shuffling our priorities. So it's like we're feeling stuck, but at the same time we want to move quickly with Mars Gemini. But at the same time, to add a layer to that, in Mars Gemini, we actually want to learn more things. We want to talk about more things, new things. We're curious. And that curiosity is being fed by the Mercury-Jupiter opposition. So, um, you know, it doesn't have to be astrology. But for example, it, it could just be that more people want to learn about astrology or more people want to learn about, um, you know, something purpose-driven because I think of Jupiter as aspiration, especially in Aries. It's like I am pursuing my own direction. I'm finding my own inspiration in something independent of what others think. Because even Jupiter, it's our philosophy. It could be our worldview. And so it's about, um, you know, being less hindered by uh, other people in, in a general sense, but then also having this this avid sense of like, I, I, I'm thirsting for more knowledge. So I'm going to go out and, and, and kind of chase that uh, however I will. So an online class, uh, going back to school, and, and, or maybe just sitting down with one of your friends who knows a lot about a certain subject 
and you just want to soak it up here. Uh, the Mercury energy opposing Jupiter also does make us feel very, uh, at times, over-optimistic, though, or overconfident. Uh, and, and, and and Mercury ru- ruling things like contracts and commerce, maybe there's a connection there with the markets. Uh, so again, I do see a little bit of a market contraction simultaneously with maybe a bloated supply chain or uh, some sort of lopsided contracts going on. I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely something to watch out for, but I think on a personal level, it's a little bit easier to translate this as, um, again, expansiveness and thinking more high level about, you know, why am I here? So Jupiter is really good at answering those why questions. Uh, so you're more purpose-driven at the moment, and during that Pisces full moon, that will be the climax of this insight, this wisdom, this epiphany of this is where I want to go. This is how I feel connected with my spiritual side. This is how I can feel connected with a common source. So I think a lot of people are are thinking about are they're really thinking about um, you know where they fit into the large the larger picture. But Monday is starting with a Libra moon, which I think is pretty good conjunct to to Mercury, Mercury again in the pre-shadow. But I could see some debates that might have been happening over the weekend to kind of simmer down, uh, which would be which which would be a nice tonic here. Um, But the Libra moon uh, will eventually post Jupiter. So Monday is actually starting off like pretty balanced and pretty confident. So if you have major meetings this week, uh, you know, have them on a Monday. I really, I, on this Monday, I really do think it, it, those meetings will be fairly smooth. And then even into Tuesday, still have the Libra moon, although it will oppose Chiron early on Tuesday. Uh, so that is highlighting any senses of woundedness, uh, and rejection and maybe being able to come into an agreement with someone who made us feel rejected and say, um, you know, hey, can we just uh, find a, find a way to uh, kind of move on from the situation? Libra can usually come up with a fair exchange there. Um, you know, so next uh, into Wednesday, starting Wednesday morning Pacific time, we get into the Scorpio moon territory. And actually, I think on Wednesday, things start to turn a little bit. So, so Monday, Tuesday, again, people are feeling a little bit nice. Um feeling like, uh, again, kind of getting along. But once the moon enters Scorpio, I think throughout the Mars-Gemini transits, whenever the moon is in Scorpio, it's just like the pace of gossiping is quickening here. A lot more people are starting to trade secrets or feel like trying to, uh, you know, really take secrets from other people. It, it, it feels like uh, actually very problematic. I think that anytime Mars is in Gemini, you know, if you have a Scorpio moon, or if you're a Scorpio in general, you have to resist the temptation to gossip. And I talked about that on my TikTok video, um, and I believe on my YouTube as well. But Scorpios uh, during Mars Gemini season, they're just they're just trading in secrets here. And you really, again, you want to disengage with that. So I think, and I'll talk about that in a minute. But that's really the theme of this month: is disengagement when when possible. Into Thursday, the Moon hits the South Node, opposes Uranus. Thursday, people are going to feel a little bit more like changing things up. They're just going to feel like doing something different. So into Thursday night, I would see a lot of people, um, you know, going to new types of places and engaging in new types of experiences, which is common here for the, the, the Uranus moon opposition. 
and looking to travel a little bit further away from home than usual. Um, and also generally feeling impatient though. So that, that actually kind of activates the uh, more problematic side of the Mars Gemini. Um, but into Friday, we still have the Scorpio moon. So even on Friday, as of Friday morning, um, there still is this, this temptation to engage in like subversive gossipy tactics. Um, and then with Mercury opposing Jupiter, that's where that, that gets complicated because then we're blurting, blurting out information. So the Mercury-Jupiter opposition does not just make people more philosophical and grandiose and, and, and you, know, uh, you know, sort of profound. It also makes them exaggerate things to a point where it's like, we're just creating drama creating drama and we are just blurting it out like because we feel like it needs we feel dramatic like this needs to be said right now it's like we're not holding ourselves back from saying something and then with mars gemini people are uh going back and forth just going back and forth getting into a bit of a squabble for no reason so then into Saturday, though, the Sag moon, well, it opposes Mars. So uh, the Sag moon on Saturday morning is also troublesome. So just think about for Mars Gemini, anytime the moon is in Scorpio or Sag, I kind of believe that this would be the peak sort of argumentativeness uh, and subversiveness. And then especially in the beginning of September here, the, the just inability to hold things in verbally is just piling on here. So, um, and I do want to end with that. So, so Mars in Gemini, okay? No matter what you do in life or who you are, where you live, it doesn't matter. Mars Gemini, this is a global transit. No matter what your own chart says about you, um, this is making a lot of people feel like they kind of want to poke holes in others' ideas, they want to poke holes in other people's ideas. And in some cases, that's a form of prov provocation. Other forms, it's sheer boredom because Mars Gemini, again, is very restless amid all these retrogrades. So I think that in a way, people are feeling emboldened. And it's um, it's just not a good look, honestly. It's not a good look. I think a lot of people are kind of um, just kind of looking for a debate for the sake of it. Gemini loves to, de to debate as a sport. So I think for the inquisitive folks out there, this is a good time for learning about new subjects again and, and actually like hashing out, okay, how does this work? I want to learn more about quantum physics, for example. Uh, but for others, it's just an excuse to, um, you know, kind of just chirp at people and it's like, what's going on here? So you'll notice that on the road, especially Mars Gemini is about the streets, the neighborhoods, the actual community in which you live. So as people are driving, they feel this this urge to uh, to kind of you know just make biting comments towards other drivers, uh, even in the neighborhood, among neighbors, among siblings, um, and then you know uh, in any other format too. You're just noticing people um, sort of again aggravating others, but I don't know if they have a purpose for it. it it's just this insidious um, outcome of Mars Gemini. So people are really, really, really feeling feisty and uh, wanting to, again, um, stir up trouble, you know, trouble in some way. And so if, if I were you, uh, I would just remain uh, calm uh, and, and certainly engage in the healthier debates. Again, the discussions around subject matter, uh, collaborate with people by all means, right? That's what you want with Mars Gemini. And if you're a writer, then keep writing the book. 
But in everyday life right now, there is a tendency for people to go at other people. And even if they think there's a purpose to it, there's probably not. Because it's a Gemini. Gemini is kind of doing it for fun. They might not, they might not frame it that way, but I think they're just doing it for fun. It's like, I just wanted to get a rise out of you. I wanted to say the exact things that I knew would get under your skin. That is Mars Gemini. So again, uh, stay in your lane, you know, keep things uh, sort of even keel and disengage. And if you do that and then you direct your energy towards the debates that are actually productive, uh, then you'll then you actually come out of this transit with an edge over other people who are getting mired in the muck. So just avoid the muck here. Don't let other people pull you into the mud, um, especially right now, this entire week with Mercury in the pre-shadow. There's a lot of, uh, there is a lot of misunderstandings here. And those misunderstandings just exacerbate those debates. And again, um, as you debate that Jupiter energy is just kind of force it out of people. They're just going to want to talk. And they're going to want to talk about past moments with Mercury retrograde. So again, don't feed the nostalgia. Don't feed the backwards-looking uh, approach. Just um, again, uh, this is a time of learning. And leading up to that Pisces full moon, it's about serving potentially a higher power, a creative muse, or anything else that inspires you because that's where we're leading, leaning towards uh, September 10th. That's actually going to be hopefully... Um, a quite healing moon for people, but I'll talk about that in a future episode. So again, thank you so much, uh, as always, for following the podcast. Please um, you know, send me a review, review this podcast. Um, that really helps me out. This podcast is starting to grow um, very quickly. So uh, continue listening, uh, spread the word, and have a great week. All right, thank you. Oh,